bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China's January manufacturing PMI bounces back into expansion, and IMF raises China's growth forecast to 5.2% in 2023. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's factory and services activity bounced back in January in the first sign of economic recovery after Beijing optimized its COVID response, data released on Tuesday showed. The official manufacturing purchasing managers index or PMI rose to a four-month high of 50.1, up from 47 in December, according to the National Bureau of Statistics, returning to expansion territory for the first time since September 2022. China's PMI expanded in January amid an improvement in the business operation climate and the situation from December, said senior NBS statistician Zhao Qinghe. Meanwhile, many companies in the manufacturing and services sectors do reported a lack of market demand is the major concern for their businesses. The foundation for economic recovery still needs to be further consolidated, Zhao added. Total new orders bounced back to expansionary territory with the sub-index rising to 50.9 in January, the highest level since July 2021, while the index measuring delivery time also rose to 47.6 from 40.1 in December. Also, the sub-index for production came in at 49.8 in January versus 44.6 a month earlier, according to the MBS. China's non-manufacturing PMI, which measures business sentiment in the services and construction sectors, rose to 54.4 in January from 41.6 in December, reaching the highest mark since June. Within the non-manufacturing PMI, the services index rebounded strongly from 39.4, the second weakest reading on record, to 54, while the construction index also picked up from 54.4 to 56.4. Meanwhile, enterprises above designated size across China recorded total profits of 8.4 trillion yuan in the year of 2022, down 4% year-on-year, the MBS said. Among 41 industrial categories, the total profit of 21 industries increased year-on-year, while that of 19 industries decreased. In 2022, profits at state-owned enterprises rose 3%, while those at joint stock enterprises fell 2.7%. Foreign firms slumped 9.5% and private sector firms shrank 7.2%. Although the profits of industrial enterprises declined in 2022 due to multiple factors that exceeded expectations and relatively high base in the same period of last year, overall profit structure continued to improve, said senior MBS statistician Zhu Hong in a statement. The International Monetary Fund has raised its forecast for China's economic growth to 5.2% in 2023, up 0.8 percentage point from its projection in October. As it said, the country's recent reopening has paved the way for a faster-than-expected recovery. Global economic growth will slow from 3.4% in 2022 to 2.9% in 2023, then rebounded to 3.1% in 2024, the IMF said in its World Economic Outlook update released on Tuesday. Guangdong's High Quality Development 2023 
Guangdong's capital city Guangzhou vows to establish the city by manufacturing and accelerates the construction of a modern industrial system in 2023, strive to create eight industrial clusters with over 1 trillion yuan in output value, 13 clusters with hundreds of billions yuan, as well as many others with tens of billions yuan, while industrial investment is expected to reach 180 billion yuan this year. Urban renovation will also be one of the city's priorities to push for high-quality growth this year, Guangzhou's party chief Lin Keqing said Saturday, pledging to resolutely start transforming its 127 urban villages and invest more than 200 billion yuan in urban renewal this year. Guangzhou's Nansha district was highlighted in the city's plan for high-quality development as Guangzhou will actively promote comprehensive cooperation among Guangdong, Hong Kong and Macau by further deepening the opening up in the Nansha district. Nansha will strive to achieve more than 10% increase in economic volume, 16% increase in industrial output of industries above designated size, 30% increase in fixed assets investment and 85% increase in industrial investment, so as to become the new engine of high-quality development in the city. Nansha would also promote the construction of Nansha Science City, HKUST Guangzhou Phase 2, and the International Talent Special Zone. Effort will also be made to sign new projects, up to 10 billion yuan in key industries. Moving on to some regional highlights, southwest China's Sichuan province has taken an exploratory step to relax birth registration, aiming for a more sound population surveillance system and balanced population growth. The new rule by the province's health commission released in late December cancelled registrations that people can only get their babies registered in the marriage. The rule will take effect from February 15 for five years. On Monday, an official from the Sichuan Health Commission said the rule is designed to help protect the rights of unwed mothers rather than encouraging unmarried people to have babies. Shanghai will roll out 32 measures including improving housing and medical policies to attract talent and boost consumption this year. The megacity plans to give 2,000 yuan one-off subsidy to employees for each recruitment of fresh grads and people who lost their job for over three months. Shanghai will continue issuing subsidies for new energy vehicles and green smart home appliances, with 10,000 yuan for each electric vehicle and a one-time subsidy of up to 1,000 yuan for green and smart home appliance purchases. It will also accelerate regeneration projects within Shanghai, including launching 10 renewal projects for villages in urban areas. Greater Bay Area Greater Future Hong Kong Chief Executive John Lee on Tuesday said he is confident that the PCR testing requirement for cross-border travel between the SAR and the mainland will be scrapped very soon. Lee also said he hopes to lift a daily cap on visitor numbers and open up more border control points as Hong Kong returns to normalcy. Next on industry and company news, China's SOEs posted increased revenues last year, data from the Ministry of Finance showed on Monday. The SOEs raised in 82.6 trillion yuan in operating revenues in 2022, up 8.3% from a year ago. The combined profits of SOEs decreased 5.1% year-on-year to 4.31 trillion yuan last year. 
China's big three state-owned airlines predicted combined losses of more than 100 billion yuan for 2022 as a result of the epidemic, high fuel prices and depreciation of yuan against the US dollar. Air China on Monday predicted that the loss for 2022 would be around 37 to 39.7 billion yuan, followed by China Eastern Airlines' loss of 36 to 39 billion yuan and China Southern Airlines' loss of 30 to 33.2 billion yuan. It would bring the total losses for last year to at least 103 billion yuan, around 1.5 times higher than that of 2021. China has granted conditional sales approval for two more oral COVID treatments, both developed in the country, bringing the total to five. CMCA Pharmaceutical Groups Xianuoxing and Junshi Biosciences Mingdewei have been added to the list of coronavirus treatment approved for marketing in China, according to a notice that the National Medical Product Administration issued yesterday. A course of Xianuoxing will cost 750 yuan, which is 40% of the cost of Pfizer's Paxlova tablets. JD.com is closing its online shopping sites in Indonesia and Thailand as part of the Chinese e-commerce giant's business strategy revamp in the highly competitive Southeast Asia market. JD's online marketplaces in the two countries said Monday that both will stop accepting orders in mid-February and all services will be discontinued by the end of March. A spokesperson for JD.com said Monday that the company will continue to serve global markets, including Southeast Asia, through its supply chain infrastructure such as intelligence warehouses, with 20 already in operation in Indonesia alone. Switching gears to financial news, China's revenue in the national general budget rose by 0.6% to 20.37 trillion yuan in 2022, slowing sharply from a 10.7% increase in 2021 due to huge tax rebates for businesses to support the COVID refuge economy, while expenditure climbed by 6.1% year-on-year to 26.06 trillion yuan, resulting in a shortfall of 5.69 trillion yuan the Ministry of Finance revealed on Monday. According to the Ministry, tax and fee cut, tax refunds and deferred payments totaled 4.2 trillion yuan in 2022, including 2.4 trillion yuan in VAT tax rebates, the largest in recent years. Wrapping up with a quick look at stock markets. Chinese and Hong Kong stocks failed on Tuesday as investors booked profits after a strong rally that was fueled by record monthly foreign inflows, while attention turned to a key U.S. Federal Reserve meeting later in the day. The Shanghai Composite and the Shenzhen Component each slid 0.4% and 0.8%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index shed 1% and Tech Index dipped 0.8%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.